0: Hi, and welcome to the show. If you're a regular listener, then you know that this doesn't sound like me, (laughs) but I can assure you that I'm your host, Valerie (laughs) Borgman. Recently, I lost my voice and I haven't gotten it back yet. So I decided that since we recently celebrated the one year anniversary of the show, it's a great time to take a look back at some of our most popular doable tips from the professionals. And then you won't have to listen to this voice for an entire episode. So check it out and don't forget our doable download where I'll have a link to each of the full length episodes featured this week. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our Doable Tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. I am so excited to welcome Dr. Delon Canterbury to the show. His company, Geriatrics, helps families review these medications and safely de-prescribe. So what would be your number one doable
1: tip for families? I think caregivers and patients know most of all their loved ones, like tells if like, something's wrong or something's off. So don't question your instinct. If you're listening now, talk to your pharmacist at a you know, slow time about the meds, deep dive, demand a medication review for your loved one. Some pharmacists, honestly, I've done this before. I've had someone come into my retail pharmacy and I knew it would take time, but i said, hey man, I'm busy now, but come in in two days on Saturday at this time, I'll be here, I'll sit down, I'll do a full med review, free of charge. This is when, or pre-COVID, mind you. (laughs) I don't expect that now, but you need to not assume that every medication is safe. I don't care if it's a toothpaste or a prescription deodorant, there's always something that can cause something. And so don't think just because I'm on, you know, meds I've been on for 20, 30 years, that it's still safe. Your body has changed, your physiology changes, the way you absorb and eliminate drugs change. And that means your response changes. I've seen aspirin interact with warfarin. I've seen cinnamon interact with pepper that caused one of my patients Chronic GERD for two years, and she ended up spending thousands of dollars using high dose protonics. And she was failing therapy because she was taking a natural supplement for two years. It could be anything. I've had patients who had falls because they had too many diabetic drugs or high blood pressure meds. I've had patients who took Benadryl and had dementia, which is a huge no-no. And Benadryl can send someone with dementia to the ER. So again, you may think any little drug is safe because it's over the counter, but no, do not assume every drug is safe. Any new change or dose change or reduction, and there's a difference in your patient's characteristics, then it needs to be thought that it's this medication and you need to ask
2: and you have to fight. You have to fight. Our guest is Maria Lindbergh, occupational
0: therapist owner of stay-at-home solutions, and all-around great wiper. What would you say would be your just number one doable tip for families?
2: My number one doable tip, I would add some kind of grab bar or a toilet safety frame to the toilet And so what the grab bar does with wiping is it allows you to hold on to it and lean in whatever position you need best. It gives you that extra support. It's so great for standing up and sitting down carefully to help you hold on to it while you're pulling your pants up and down. It really does help prevent those falls and any crazy things. Some people may not have the space. So that's why we have lots and lots of options because everyone's bathroom setups, so different. But the toilet safety frames are great in case you don't have a wall next to your toilet that you can't put a grab bar on. So having those armrests there are awesome too. That would be my number one as far as like really easy to implement thing to help with wiping in your home. I'm excited to welcome our special guest, Margaret Vanderheiden
0: with Family Resource Home Care. We're talking all things in-home care. What would you say would be your number one doable tip for families?
3: My number one doable tip for families would be to really sit down and have a conversation, to put a structure and a plan in place. That doesn't mean it's going to be exactly how you dictated it, but at least everybody is on the same page and understanding the progression so that the loved one's
2: wishes can be honored. I'm so excited to welcome Cousins
0: Alicia and Jody, founders of The Caregiver Club, a nonprofit organization dedicated to improving the lives of those living with dementia and those who care for them. Their caregiver cards help raise awareness about dementia and Alzheimer's and soften the hearts of those you interact with. So with everything that you guys have done with The Caregiver Club, what would you say is the just number one tip that you have for families to make it more doable?
2: I think getting out in public, like you said, it's so important. You cannot isolate. You really have to live your life. And it it has to be a little differently. And and these cards can really help you get out into your daily activities and do the things you used to do that you want to do with your loved one or with the person you're caring for. It can really make a big difference in, in getting you back out into life. And I can honestly say in all the times that we've given it out, every time I've gone somewhere, I've never had a negative reaction. I've never had a bad experience with it. I've, Mm -hmm. you know, it it always has at least brought some kind of understanding and compassion from the people that were with some more than others, but I've never had a bad experience with it. I mean, it's always made every encounter that we've had go a little better, a little smoother. Yeah. And I think that I would agree a hundred percent. My first thought was to say, you know, it takes a village and we're just one little piece of your village. And I think that You would be surprised when you start to go back out in the community and you do continue to try to live your life in in an altered state or a new way, so to say, that you're not alone. And I think that the more that our cards get out there, the more the recognition of what you're going through, you'd be surprised how many people were surprised every day. Every day. How many, we get it one Mm -hmm. or two a day. Oh my gosh, my mom. Oh my gosh, my uncle. Oh my gosh, my, you know, cousin. Mm -hmm. So many, you know, are living with dementia, Alzheimer's. Like we can help anyone get through a day a little better. There's so many pieces to it. There's so many people like Jody said, it does take a village and we are one piece that can truly give you just a little bit less stress, alleviate that stress a little bit, go out and have a great day. We know it's not the same. We know it's not as always as planned. You know, there's always different things when you're out with someone with dementia and Alzheimer's, but But it's doable. Like you said, you you don't have to be desperate. It is very doable. I'm excited
0: to welcome Amanda Kirilenko of Cadence Living in Kent, Washington, as we take a closer look at why moving to senior living is such a difficult decision and why it might be a great one. So Amanda, what would you say would be your number one doable tip for families that are in this position of feeling really guilty about a transition?
2: I would say determine if it really is that safety factor. If that's the factor, then you know that you, you know, you have to make a move. It takes the choice out of it. If there is still a choice, open communication, expressing the reason behind this is of love and give them a little time, let them process and then be really open with them about the alternative what does that look like? She stays here. And then you wait until she's 92. And then you try and move her be really open, um, realistic. And maybe that's just how I am. If, if you know what you have to do, you have to stand up and be that son or daughter that that's going to keep their parents safe. And if, and if you've got a little time, fine, but have that realistic conversation with them of what comes next.
0: I'm so excited to welcome Mike the Caregiver Guy and founder of the Caretaker app, helping families communicate with caregivers, doctors, and each other. So what would you say would just, I mean, what would just be your number one tip for families as they're trying to coordinate all of this?
3: My number one tip is actually going to turn out to be two tips, but my number one tip is this, routine. The word is routine. Figure out whatever routine that your loved one has. Figure out whatever routine that you guys have. Right? And yes, you have to understand that you will be the one to take the arrows in the back because you're going to have to be the one to uh, put in time to ensure this is the proper routine, this is the best routine. And when it changes, yes, you're also going to have to be the one to delegate that information to everyone else. Hence why the app is here. And the second thing is to use these words embed them in your mind the word is no in every variation learn those two things right there routine and learn to say no learn to say no and i don't care who it is it can be the doctor tell them no too because you must understand this no physician no anyone with any letters alphabets at the end of their name which you may feel inferior to at some point no one's more than you when it comes to your loved one. I promise you that. No one's going to know more than you on what your loved one needs, uh, what your loved one is feeling in any capacity, because most of them are going to begin to write your loved one off as they begin to age. Now, nah, that just comes with O-H. I almost lost my mind when somebody told me that about Doc. No, I'm telling you it's something wrong. You know what? This is not, why, this is not what I put my tax dollars towards. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll gladly say, can you please give me someone else to speak to? No one believe, just trust in yourself, trust in that.
0: Are you starting to think about touring senior living communities? And maybe you're wondering, what's this tour really gonna be like? In this episode, we're talking with Emily Brown, marketing director at Solstice Senior Living about this very subject. What would be your number one doable tip for families?
2: One would be to schedule your first tour and make sure it's a lunch tour if you have the time to do it. And my second one is there are so many resources out there. Google and print off questions to ask.
0: When you're in the moment, I'm I'm this way. When I'm in the moment, I can't think of one single question I need to ask, and it all just vanishes out of my brain.
2: And then I'm laying in bed at night thinking of 25 questions I should have asked. So Just even if you're like in the car and you
0: think of something you should ask, write down as many questions as you can think of and
2: ask them during the tour just so that you're well-informed of what the community offers. It will help determine whether they're going to be a good fit for yourself or your loved one.
0: Moving from home to a senior living community is more than just a move. It's leaving behind memories. Downsizing means leaving behind familiar things. And some feel like it's leaving their independence. We're talking with Tina Barrill about the emotional impact of this big move. What would be your number one doable tip for families?
2: I guess I would say my biggest tip is Start in a space that doesn't have a lot of emotional tethering. You know, what is a, what is something you need to declutter that doesn't, isn't of a high importance? It is, it needs to be done, but I, I don't have a hangup with the things in that space. I'd start there. Start simple, start with things that don't have a lot of emotional significance.
0: So what exactly are you supposed to do if someone is keeping you from selling the house? We're talking with real estate agent Lilia Anderson about this very tough subject. So Lilia, what would you say would be your number one
2: doable tip for
0: families?
2: Reach out and talk to someone. Just reach out because it's too overwhelming. You're right there, you're, you're in it, and it's hard to see through a problem when you're right there and you're in it. Have someone who's been there, who's guided folks along the way, take your hand and walk with you. They will walk with you, and it will be so much easier to walk when someone's holding your hand. Today's episode is brought to you by Clear Path Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps
0: families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share?
2: Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable.